This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, our handicappers highlighted five winning bets from six picks on match day one of the Europa League a fortnight ago for a return on investment of a whopping. 47.67%. It would be rude not to get the boys back for match day two. This is Betting Weekly Extra Time Europa League edition. You're with Dan Roebuck and returning only because they cashed five out of six in September and we've got no one else to call. Steve Wiss, <laughs> RJ and Will White are all back with us. Seven picks this time, two in the same game, four early kickoffs, all on Thursday, of course. And the Liverpool match, we've got an official pick and we've got Leans galore as well. We're going to kick off with Group B. Thursday, 12.45 Eastern, it's AK Athens against the Ajax, plus 110, uh, the Greek side, Ajax plus 220, draw plus 285, Steve and RJ both plays in this one. Steve, what's happened to Ajax? Um, on the pitch, they're awful. Off the pitch, things are going wrong. There was a, a significant serious incident involving the Varwijk keeper at the weekend, a real sad incident as well. I mean, nothing, nothing is good about that club at the moment. I mean, casual pet- betters looking at Ajax, storage European club think plus 220 is a value play, but it's not, is it? Well, first of all, Dan, I want to wish the best to the uh, RKC goalkeeper, mm. Etienne Varsen. I think all of us here on the show will wish him well after you know, he was unconscious in the game for several minutes. But I do believe, I think the, the latest news is quite positive about him. So very scary incident, like you say, but incredibly, that's the second game that Ajax have had abandoned midway through. Uh, in recent weeks, for whatever reason. Of course, their fixture against Feyenoord was... Uh, I mean, they lost 4-0 overall in two sections. Um, the, the last half an hour of the game was played in, in COVID-like conditions in an empty stadium. They're an absolute mess, and I, I've delved into them uh, here, and I think the big problem is the manager. I think they've, I think they've appointed a dud manager, Dan. I think he's going to get sacked before Christmas. I don't think he's very good. Maurice Stein... Former Sparta Rotterdam NAC Breda Veve Ve manager. Now, I knew Sparta Rotterdam kind of rung a bell in my mind because last season, if you had backed Sparta Rotterdam every single match on the Asian handicap lines, they would have given you the most profit out of any uh, team in the top seven European leagues. Dan, I remember reading this. Um, they had, they won on their Asian handicap line 24 out of 30, 34 times. Now, that reeks to me of a manager who is good as an underdog, who's good maybe um, went as not a favourite. And I think it's been really difficult for him to adapt to life at Ajax. So, anyway, I'm going here. Uh, the bet for the game I like is over three goals. I actually think every single match in this group could contain at least three goals done. Yeah, the goal line at three is, um, I think, too low. I think it should be 3.25, minus 106. Um AK Athens have had a lot of every match this season with Bone Teeth to score apart from one. Uh, you could get a crazy encounter. I actually got to prove something to their fans here. The manager's under pressure. He will swing hard like all Dutch teams do. This is going to be a crazy game. I could see something like 3 2 or 2 or 2 or something like that. Uh, similar thing for RJ on this one, although you are focusing more, RJ, on the home side. I am, Dan. So looking at 
AK Athens team total over 1.5 at minus 117. Uh, AK had an impressive 3-2 win against Brighton uh, on the road um, in round one. And Ajax coming off a 4-0 uh, drubbing against Fire Nord over the week. Oh, well, over this past weekend, uh, as we stated, there was some uh, some issues there with the, the, the riots. And then this weekend, there's a injury with the... Um, the goalie for uh Walz Waljik. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but that's my uh that's my spot at that. So they're they're just in shambles. They're one point out of the relegation zone domestically, which is pretty rare to see them down in that spot. Um Ajax drew three three against Marseille during the first round. So, you know, they they they're just they're just in need of of something positive on this side. Uh maybe it will come this this round, but I anticipate the home side uh led by Nordine Amrabat if uh 36-year-old <laughs> striker uh played formerly for for Watford, Galatasaray, PSV, on the series kind of the, the journeyman uh but this this side's been pretty impressive at home and I can see them putting up two goals here against an Ajax side that's just absolutely desperate for something positive and uh one of my favorite plays of this uh this round over one and a half goals, team goals for AK Athens for RJ. Well, you got a thought on this one? I mean, look, you know, coefficient-wise, Dutch teams are high in, in UEFA because of what they've done over the last few years. But Ajax are a plus 220 to win away here. I mean, should that be tweaked one way or the other for you? Any thoughts? It's a tough game for my style of betting because how do you rate a team that's kind of fallen off a cliff the way that Ajax have. Um, they really are poor and I've kept downgrading them, but, you know, model-wise, I'm still not seeing value on AK, but honestly, if I'm having a bet here, I'm also looking at AK Athens minus quarter of a goal. I, I agree with both of the boys. I, I think there are goals here. I think there are goals in this group. If you look at the metrics in both of these teams' first games, um, they were very high on attacking numbers. You know, it's a tough place to go, isn't it, Athens? And I'm not sure. Yellow card. Uh, <laughs> I'll Yellow take card. I'll take that one. It's the second time I've said that on these shows. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just for me, it's the bets the bets here are AAK minus a quarter over three goals, and uh, by extension, um, AAK over one and a half goals. Uh, it's very hard to see Ajax containing them. Um, they really are in a quite lost at the moment. Uh, also in Group B, Marseille, Brighton, uh, 12.45 Thursday, obviously, um, uh, 12.45 Eastern kickoff, one of the early games. Steve, uh, look, I think from a from an English point of view, a lot of people thought Brighton could go well in this competition. I mean, it's it's an old thing, old school thing to say. It's a bit of a cliche, but European football is different. Brighton found that out the hard way, maybe, against AK Athens on, on match day one. Um, Marseille... Obviously, you know an awful lot about here. They still seem to be a bit of a basket basket case. Not sure getting. I'm not quite sure getting Gattuso in really solves anything. <laughs> talk, talk us through your play here. Brighton are favourites at plus one thirty. Marseille plus one eighty five. Yeah, he's such a Marseille high though, isn't he? It's, <laughs> it's Gattuso, like seriously, uh, you need a bit to have a bit of a screw loose, don't you, to manage Marseille? Um, pretty first sort of game was against Monaco. Three two defeat was. Uh, Kind of a entertaining contest, really. Not probably as wide open as the scoreline suggested, but um, I mean, with Brighton, the pick I'm going with is, is over three goals. And I, I said before, I think every single match in this group will go over two point five. There's no way under this current regime at Brighton you would ever get me betting an under, even if the goal line was four. 
he wouldn't because he play one way. He doesn't play any other way. It's, you know what you're getting with Brighton. Um, they do exactly what they say on the tin. And I think they've been found out a bit recently with the naivety of this one-dimensional approach. I mean, Villa completely ripped them to shreds. Um, AK Athens proved that they've got vulnerabilities against them on the counter-attack. Against set pieces, I think Brighton are terrible, by the way. It reminds me of Bielsa at Leeds, where we never even... we All our goals we conceded were from set pieces, and I think Deserbe is the same. Um, it's going to be a wild game of football. I actually think Brighton will win, but I wouldn't back them at this price. Um, Katusa made some interesting comments, actually, um, ahead of this game. He says, it's clear we do not have much time before the Europa League to change much. Um, he actually said it would be better if we weren't in the Europa League. So I, I kind of wonder if he's going to have a bit more of a lackadaisical approach here, have a bit of a free swing as such, not a priority competition, perhaps, uh, for him just coming to the club. Both teams will have a go. We saw in the first match against Ajax, Marseille. Yeah, I think they'll be up for it in Europe because a lot of people criticise Marseille in Europe and, and for good reason because their results have been shocking in recent years. But now it's Europa League. I think um, there'll be an expectation for them to have a good go and Brighton just force everyone into shootouts. It doesn't matter who you are. They could, they could force the most defensive-minded team into a shootout. It's just the way they operate. So over three goals, I'm amazed this is plus money still, plus 100. There's surely at least three here and should be a lot, an awful lot more. So I'm very happy to snap this goal line, which, to be honest, I expect should be at minimum 3.25 or even 3.5. Another early kickoff is Sporting Atalanta in Portugal. Sporting are the favourites, plus 128. Atalanta, plus 200. Anybody who watched Atalanta in the Champions League a few years ago will would have put them down as an overs team because they were great to watch seven out of nine games in their 1920 season in uh, the top tier competition went overs. But, and Daniele will talk about this when he talks about Atalanta. I don't know why, but they seem to have changed a little bit here. And that is reflective in your pick. Talk us through what you like in sporting Atalanta. Yeah, Dan, I don't think this is the uh, Atalanta under Gasparini of old. Um, and the metrics show that the, this season, there's a total of just over two uh, total XG per game in Serie A compared to 2.82 per game in the 2022-23 season and 3.02 XG per game in the 2021-22 season. So I just don't think they're the same. Um, there's been significant attacking turnover um, going back to the times that you were referring to, um, I'm guessing you were referring to the times of Malinowski, Papu Gomez, Duvan Zapata, Muriel. All of those, apart from Muriel, have left the club uh, this season. Holland and uh, Zapata both left. And I think they're yet to find their identity. They brought in Samaka from West Ham, but he's been injured. They're playing with uh, Adamola Lukman as kind of not really a false nine, but kind of spearheading their attack with um, Pasalik and um, Cook Miners, I think, plays up there now. I think they hold Darun and Edison, or they kind of interchange Edison and Coop Miners. I think they really have gone through a bit of a transition in identity, and, and, and the, metrics, the metrics reflect that. But I think, I think the market's holding on to the idea of the, of the Atalanta of old, hence the 2.75 line. I watched uh, quite a dour nil-nil draw between Atalanta and Juventus over the weekend. Uh, Atlanta did have the better chances, but it was quite a dour game. I don't think this line is really justifiable. Um, Lisbon, they do have attacking threats, not least Swedish international Victor Giocares. Six goals in seven games for him so far this season. 
However, they also have quite a stout defence marshaled by the experienced Uruguayan Sebastian Coates and the talented Portuguese international Gonzalo Ignacio. I think they're quite balanced and uh, no real signs for overs there. So, yeah, I'm happy to take the under 2.75 line at minus 114. Again, it's another game where I feel like the line should be two and a half. Sporting Atalanta under 2.75 goals at minus 114. Um, Bachka Topola, we've talked about previously, Steve. It's RJ, though, that's got the selection here. Really good story. Well, I say really good story. Interesting story if you Google where they're getting their cash from because their Hungarian government-backed Serbian team. It's all very odd. Uh, but in terms of the betting, uh, RJ, um, Bachka plus 430, Olympiakos minus 175, Draw plus 325. Um, I won't really want to play on the money line. And I know that you haven't either. Uh, talk us through your selection here. Yeah, sh- thanks, Dan. I'm not sure about the shenanigan- shenanigans going on there with the, uh, the, the Hungarian and Syrian, but I'm not overly shocked there. Um, anyhow, this was a, uh, you know, overall, I don't know how you boys feel, but I felt like this was a, just a tough round in general to find Anything great, to be fair? I mean, I again, I target overs and very rarely look at sides. But uh, again, thanks again for Bet Rivers for having corners for Europa because I found a spot here that I think is is uh, pretty fruitful. So looking at under 9.5 corners at minus one, um, 124. Uh, looking at for, this is a purely a metrics driven perspective. Uh, both sides had a loss in, in, in the first round. Um, Olympia Olympicos is first place domestically. Uh, Topala is second place domestically in Serbia. But from a corners perspective, both teams in their respective home and away spots over the last 25 matches averaged 6.2 corners per match. Right. So we're talking 21% of the time, both these sides see over nine and a half corners and just 14% over 10. So again, we're looking at a generous total here of, of 9.5. Uh, that the line that's being offered. So again, the the fairest shake that I saw, and the fairest uh, he- headroom or legroom, if if you will, uh, for a buffer when when they're averaging around five five six corners a match. I'll take that extra three and a half uh, wiggle room to stay under nine point five corners at minus one twenty four. So that's the play when it comes to the Bachka Olympiakos game on Thursday. Also on Thursday, three o'clock, three o'clock later, Mulder against Leverkusen. Mulder plus 420, Leverkusen minus 177. It would not be a Europa League preview show if A, Steve didn't find a Scandinavian club to preview and talk about, and B, um, get with Leverkusen overs in a fixture. We're ticking two boxes for you here, Steve. Yeah, this is a pick that's not going to shock many people <laughs> at all. Um, quite predictable. But over three Asian goals at minus uh, 129 is actually the price now. Mulder against uh, Leverkusen. And uh, every single one of my Leverkusen fixtures this season in all comps has contained over two and a half goals. Seven out of nine over three and a half. They are the team to watch goals and um, it's just the, the style they're playing. Javi Alonso looks like being the next Real Madrid manager and I think they could do an awful lot worse. I think uh, they're they're a fantastic team to watch. Will, I know, rates them very highly. There's a really strong case to say they're the second best team in Germany right now. So Mulder have actually drawn a bit of a, a tough hand here. I, 
I, I actually think Molder um, are not a bad side at all. Probably the, the best actual Norwegian team at the moment, even better than Buda Glimt. But um, they may well come unstuck here. Um, but they do have a history of, of a lot of goals in their home matches in Europe. An average of 3.27 uh, goals per game at this stadium in the last 18 matches. 12 out of 18 over two and a half goals. Most of the time when they're an underdog or perceived you know, clo- less of a favourite than these matches go over because they can counter-attack really well. We've got a plastic pitch here, the Arkestadion. Is some teams don't really like playing on that sort of surface, but I, Leverkusen don't reek to me of, of the sort of side who um, who will struggle on this sort of pitch. I think they've got the type of players who will be fine. Victor Boniface, of course, used to play up in Norway at Buda Glimt's. He'll be quite motivated here to get on the score sheet. Uh, Budigan Molder, quite strong rival, so watch out for him anytime. There's not an awful lot else to say, really. Um, I mean, Bayer Leverkusen alone have scored three goals in every game, apart from against Bayern. They could cover this handicap um, on their own. I think Molder can contribute, though. I'm looking at something like 3-1 away win, maybe 3-2. Um, like I say, Molder, I think, will be competitive. But they're just... The Leverkusen are just too good a side right now. They're going to be beating most teams in this competition. So um, the over three goal line um, at minus 129 makes a lot of sense to me. What um, price did you put them up on the outrights, Will? Because they're, they're 10 to 1 now. They're plus 1,000. Were they bigger earlier this yeah, year? Yeah, I, I put them up at plus 2,000. So yeah. they look like they've halved. Um, so maybe wouldn't be backing them now because obviously we've got the Champions League uh, teams to drop down. There's generally a lot of margin goes into into the Europe, Europa League outright market because of that. But at two, plus 2,000, it was yeah outrageous. And it stuck around for quite a while, didn't it? Yeah, not anymore, unfortunately. Um, Victor Boniface, plus 245 first, minus 143 just to score. Uh, but um, an interesting play from Steve, uh, potentially a bit of a lean maybe there. If you fancy a first goal scorer bet. One more game to look at. Uh, we've got a few leans as well, but... Uh, Look, Will's got the selection here. And Liverpool against Union Saint-Gerois, the Belgian side, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Liverpool are plus 560. Plus, if only. <laughs> minus 560. Um, uh, Union Saint-Gerois are plus 1,400. The draw plus 600 here. Uh, Will, if you're a Liverpool fan, I mean, you're still seething about what happened against Spurs uh, at the weekend. Um, they're entertaining to watch Liverpool. I think they're a really good side. Lask, of course, scored against them on match day one here. I don't think the Belgians are going to come to defend. How do you see this match going? Yeah, I don't think they're going to come to defend. Um, if you look at their record in Europa League since well, last season, which was their first season in the Europa League, um, they played, they've played 13 games in the Europa League, and not against weak teams either. Um, and they've scored in 12 of 13 of those, including twice against Leverkusen. Three, they played four matches against Union Berlin, scored in three of them and Braga, um, two games against Braga. So I don't think they're going to come to defend. And if you look at the comparable prices with the Molder-Leverkusen game, which I agree with most of the things that Steve had to say about that game, if you look at the both teams to score market on Bet Rivers for that game, it's minus 159, yes. So I don't really understand why both teams to score in Liverpool uh, Union Saint-Gerois is minus 105. I think at one point, actually, when I originally looked, it was plus 100. Um, I think Liverpool are likely to rotate here as they did uh, two weeks ago. Uh, probably most of the starting level, 11. Maybe we'll see Jarrell Quanza start again. He didn't start against uh, Las Glintz, but he's 
projected to start here, I would say. Uh, Liverpool did concede early in that last game, uh, probably undeservedly, but uh, they did concede. Um, as you mentioned, Dan, I don't think um, USG are going to come here and sit back and defend. They're going to be looking to score. I think they could or they're likely to trouble a weakened Liverpool defence. They have weapons all over the pitch. Um, but interestingly, last weekend against um, Charleroi, all three games, all three goals that they scored, sorry, came from their English defending duo of Ross Sykes and Christian Burgess, which tells me they're potentially a threat on set pieces. And if we do see a slightly less experienced, uh, more rotated Liverpool defence, I think they could be in some trouble, particularly from set pieces and uh, quick counters. So, yeah, I don't really get this price. For me, it would be much more reasonable price would be minus 125 and and I don't imagine that's going to stick around for long. I, I presume will that you you've looked at the goals in this one as well. Why why would you not put put up some sort of overs play here? Uh, the price just not not right for you when we look at something like over two and a half is that too short over three and a half or you just believe that the sort of BTTS yes um is a little bit better value for you. Yeah, mainly because of the rotation Liverpool I, I think they're probably in for a higher goal expectancy than I would have them in for. So I'm not sure they're going to contribute as many goals as as the market or the overs line would suggest they will. Um, guns ahead, I'd believe it's a very high line though, isn't it? I think it's three and a half. I'm not so keen on backing overs and three and a half line and, unless it's unless Brighton are involved, as Steve <laughs> mentions. Um, so actually, I'd, I'd probably lean um, Union Saint Gilwar on the plus two goal line here at plus 100 I can I can see them scoring at least once and I'm not sure Liverpool are going to score three or more times so so that would be my my lean yeah I get that one I, I quite like Union Saint-Gilles I think they've they've done well it's Tony Bloom's other team I don't know how much of a share he's still got in them we talked about that on, a, on mm-hmm. another show um, but it's less than it was isn't it uh, even money plus two uh, on the Asian handicap yeah I mean, RJ go on. Sorry, sorry sorry to interrupt there but I mean not not many punters will necessarily have heard of Union Saint-Gilles, let alone know much about them. But they are amongst the top two teams in Belgium, um, Club Bruges probably being the best. So, you know, they're no joke and they're much stiffer competition than Lask Lintz were two weeks ago. Absolutely. No, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, a, they're a historic club, aren't they? If you go back to the sort of 1910s and 20s, they won an awful lot of titles. Then they dropped all the way down the divisions and Tony Bloom put some money into them. Uh, and they've clawed the way all the way back up. We have got a straight uh, overs play. Uh, RJ, well, I say play, got a lean. RJ, you like goals mm. in this one. I, mean, I, I think I tend to play this one over both teams to score, yes, because the prices are, are almost identical. RJ, what's your lean? Yeah, my lean here is over 3.5, uh, minus 106. You know, uh, Liverpool coming off the 2-1 loss against Tottenham over the weekend. Union St. Goar, strong weekend. Um, it's just... To me, it's tough to back any under with, with Liverpool. And, and and I know Steve knows, but you guys, I, I target totals over 3.5, sometimes over 4 in leagues that most people haven't really heard of. And uh, I, 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 I do expect, to Will's point, right? Well, I do expect a little rotation for sure. But um, I, I the, the good thing is I, I expect uh, Sinke Watt to contribute here. So that's why I was targeting the... Over 3.5 is a lean, but again, in an international competition, I try to avoid anything, even over three for that matter, uh, officially. So just a, a mere lean from me. 
Just Aline, um, Steve, we've not got your thoughts on it, but we're remiss not to since the boys have had a bit of a go. I mean, they're not quite the shortest price on the card, Liverpool. Roma, unbelievably, are shorter at minus five nights. I won't touch Roma at all at the moment against Savet, but Savet are a bit of basket case when it comes to goals. Have you got any sort of any sort of thoughts on this one, Steve, before we get to any other leans, any other business in? Yeah, I wouldn't actually touch either of those sides on the money line. This week, Dan, either Liverpool or Roma, I think they're far too short. Uh, in this case here, when you think about it, this is a it's like a cup final for Royal Ur Saint Giroir, isn't it? Really, when the draw came out, this is like the plum draw for them. Liverpool don't even want to be in this competition. They don't really give a crap about it. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, um, someone better tell the market makers because they're favourites, aren't they? The well, I wouldn't be backing them here. Um, I, mean, I mean, this competition doesn't mean much to them at all for Union. This is a far bigger game. They're going to come here and have a swing. And um, I, I agree with both Lean to the boys. I agree with the pick of Wills. It's a tremendous pick. Both teams to score, yes, is close to even money. That's a massive price. Um, mm. Brilliant uh, looking bet. And I'd be looking at the goals. I'd be looking for San Gilles to keep it close. How about how about a 3-2 correct score for Liverpool at 20-1? to 1? Maybe you could do worse than that. I think um, ultimately Liverpool's uh, reserves will have quite a lot of offensive power, so should beat them. But, um, yeah, these, this, this plucky Belgium team, they're, they're, it's a good word to describe this this lot, I think, plucky. Uh, Liverpool plus 300 on the on the outrights of the Europa League. The, the problem is with, with that, boys, Steve, is that they could stumble into the knockout stage. They could stumble into the quarterfinals. And, and then I'm not, I'm not saying I back them up plus 300, but they could almost make it there by default, and then what do you do? Because he would take it seriously, surely. No, would they though? What if they're in the in the in the Premier League title race? Like genuinely, look at Arsenal last season. It um, although in the end, it actually their form seemed to tail off when they got knocked out of Europe. Funnily enough, but realistically, logically, uh, Liverpool would be much better off having their midweeks free. So again, though. You don't play to lose, do you? So their actual reserves should be enough to get them through to, say, the quarterfinal stage. But if they face someone decent, you know, it may well be unstuck. So that's why I wouldn't look at them as the outright winner. I don't know what the two gentlemen here think in terms of that right now, but um, I'd be swerving them. RJ? As Steve said, I'm not sure they truly... How how motivated they are to win Europa versus the Premier League title. It's the the second fiddle right to champions league it's it's almost like comparing it in the united states you don't make the the march madness tournament you make nit does does any team truly uh care uh, that's, that's the question it's uh you know you're motivated by uh your fans you're motivated by your team your coaches but uh i'd have to think all their eggs are in the premier league versus focused on the europa at this point yeah that's that's a fair shout one thing actually that rj said on on, a, on another show it's and this is, I'm being a bit counterintuitive here, but I'll put this one to Will. It's almost as if, you know, we sometimes dismiss some of those fringe first teamers and we say, well, they're rotating, but they're good players. And big teams have significant squad depth these days. You know, we can't dismiss those players that that come in. I mean, I think Liverpool could win. I won't back them at plus 300, but I... Will, thoughts? I'm not sure it's necessarily about questioning the quality of the players that are coming in. I think it's more about the cohesiveness and the systems and and kind of essentially the players getting used to playing with each other and being in the positions they're supposed to be in. You know, when you've got like a first choice starting 11 and everybody's playing games, perhaps even two games a week, they get used to, they get a sixth sense of where the other players are going to be around them. And that positional awareness, I think, is something that potentially 
comes under scrutiny when you bring in some of the backups or as Liverpool do seven, eight, nine of the backups for a particular game. I, I would say if they if they reach the latter stages of the tournament, I think they'll probably go in with some semi-rotated kind of lineup. Like they do have enough depth to bring in three or four changes a game and not necessarily have that cohesiveness affected too much. But still think the plus 300 is too short. Um, Leverkusen, I've just looked a plus fourteen hundred. Yes, I don't know. I don't know where I got ten to one from. I must have just made that up. But they are plus fourteen hundred. Probably, yes, probably the other bookies that we shall not name that don't <laughs> offer good lines as Bet Rivers do. But um, plus fourteen hundred borderline still a bet for me. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't 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 back Liverpool at plus three hundred. Could you back them at seven to one, eight to one, Steve? I don't know why we're hanging on Liverpool here, but I, I just yeah, I, no, if they're that big, yeah, because everyone everyone has their everyone's price, got a price. Right? You can back to you can back to lay as well, yeah, and um, you know if they do get to say the semi final, yeah, then, yeah, you are looking at seriousness. But uh, with you, what you said, Dan, at plus three hundred, I think is it is that what yeah, right yeah. now? I just couldn't get involved that price. Uh, okay, last couple of links before we wrap things up with best bets, Steve. You've got um, off the menu conference league selection. Yeah, I think uh, I want this a tradition on the show. Someone's got to have a conference league <laughs> lead every week. RJ, so, you're, you're um, next up. RJ's on. RJ's right. on next time. Um, but I'm going okay. Aberdeen HJK Helsinki under. Yes, under two point seven five goals, and um, I believe this is priced up just on recent stats and results domestically as well. Anyone who watches HJK in Europe, they're, they're horrible to watch mm. the away games especially they just come here and park the bus and I don't think a, a Scottish team is going to enjoy that uh, I mean Scottish football for me I don't really particularly rate it that high anyway Aberdeen will struggle here as a big favourite and uh, HJK will play for the nil-nil here's a good stat for you just one of their last 19 European games home or away have contained more than three goals that came in the last round against Pauk Power are actually not that bad a side, in my opinion, the Greek side. Uh, I'd be really surprised if there's more than three goals. So the goal line of 2.75 does offer you quite a bit of security. So I'd be definitely looking under here. Uh, and Will, you've got to draw no bet play for as a bit of a lean. Um, to be honest with you, Dan, I'm starting to go off this a little bit. Um, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> mainly because when I originally came up with this pick, I've, I've downgraded those kind of mid-tier German teams. It's in the Freiburg. West Ham game um, based off, first of all, model ratings. Originally, I had Freiburg closer to minus a quarter with some uh, light rotation for West Ham. I don't see them rotating as much as they did. I think there were 10 changes in uh, two weeks ago. I think maybe it'd be more like five, six, maybe seven changes um, this week. Um, so, yeah, not so keen, but guns ahead, I would still be on Freiburg on the draw no bet line, uh, minus 107. That might drift, though keep your eye on the market uh, might drift to be more of a significant play for people best bets before we wrap things up RJ what's your best bet on the Europa League card match day two I'm going to have to go with the uh, back at Topala Olympi Olympiacos uh, under 9.5 corners at minus 124 okay flag kicks the fancy for RJ Steve what's your hmm. best play Marseille against Brighton over three goals at plus 100 and Will I'm very superstitious. Famous <laughs> last words. I haven't seen a I haven't seen a football bet as good as this for quite a long time. Oh hello. Come on. Liverpool Union Sanjua, both teams to score, yes, minus one oh five, previously plus one hundred. I just don't see how that's not at least minus one twenty five. There you go. So so is the cutoff minus one twenty five? Is is the cutoff minus one twenty for players if it gets backed in? 
Yeah, I'd say cut off minus 125. I probably wouldn't back it at minus 125. I would back it at minus 120, though. Big value right at the moment. Hopefully that stands up until kickoff. It might not. That wraps up uh, Betting Weekly Extra Time Europa League Edition. Many thanks to Steve, uh, to Will, especially to RJ for getting up very early stateside for us. Hat tip there. Uh, Don't forget to take advantage of all the in-play markets with Bet Rivers. Really good European football this midweek from all of us. For now, it's goodbye.